It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. Welcome to the Car Doctor program, and thank you to our announcer, Jimmy Carter, for doing the fabulous job. He comes in every Saturday just to do that for us. Biff, did you did you realize that? It's amazing. He's very dedicated. Yeah, he He's is. incredibly dedicated. Yeah, comes in, comes in every morning. One of, you know, uh, we appreciate that. We really do. And actually, really appreciate uh, being at uh, Cycles 128 at the Cycles Classic Cafe Museum last week. Um I, I know we had a couple little technical glitches along the way, but it was it was a it was a fun time being there, and it was a fun time getting kind of the personal tour. And they had their uh, they had their actual uh, grand opening on Thursday night. But if you're in the if you're in the area, go go check it out. It's free. Um, eventually, there will be an actual cafe where you can have a you know cup of cappuccino or espresso or something because um, I guess that's what you drink when you're in a when you're in a classic cafe cycles museum kind of thing but no you should check it out and they're they're easy to get to right beverly and it's just upstairs over the over the uh, motorcycle shop go so go check it out pretty good stuff hey if you've been trying to buy a used car prices have been crazy and um there are some cars that are that uh don't seem to be affected quite as much but there are some that are and uh there, there's some, there's just ridiculous used car prices out there right now, and with us to try to explain that is Julie Blakely from iccars.com. Good morning, Julie, and welcome back to the Car Doctor program. Long time. I know. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for being there. You know, we've we've had your coworker on a couple of times. You set of that course. up for us, but right. Uh, but, you know, I, I wanted the real expert this time. I wanted you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're too kind. Thank you. No, I was very excited when I got the invite. So. They, they, there you go. You made, they, you made my weekend so far, so thank you. Well, it's early still. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, it'll get better. It'll get better as it goes along. But, uh, but no. I mean, people people go out. You know, people that are going out and shopping for cars have been calling me, and they're saying they're shocked at how expensive cars are. In fact, I was talking to um, uh, Jamie Page Deaton from U.S. World and News mm-hmm. Report, and she was telling me about her car. She she traded in a. 2016, I think, Toyota 4Runner, uh, mm-hmm. which she paid $36,000 for. She traded it in. She got, um, I think she got 31000 or 32000 for it. And the dealer mm-hmm. put it on the lot. Now, it's a five-year-old car at this point. Mm-hmm. Put it on the lot for $36,000, exactly what yeah. she paid for it when it was new five years ago. Right, and it's funny because I have heard a lot of specific examples about the Forerunner. So I mean, it's happening a lot. Of, a lot of used cars are worth, you know, a lot more than they were a few years ago. Trade-in values are very high, but I have heard we've had people call us saying that their taxes on their Forerunners are up, you know, over a thousand dollars over last year. And then mm-hmm. somebody else had a story about how they traded in their forerunner for more than they bought it for. So I think, 
yeah, that's happening with a lot of vehicles, but it seems like the Forerunner specifically because it's, you know, a truck-based rugged SUV, it's reliable, and, you know, it's in very high demand. So that's one yeah. of the cars that's fetching a lot. Yeah, right? and... Yeah, and the the other thing, people that are leasing cars are getting all mm-hmm. kinds of offers to turn the lease in early. Right, that, that's, yeah. that's another side of it as well. Yeah, um, yeah no one could have predicted this, so um, people that are in leases are in a position that if they, can, if they can buy the car back and sell it, you know, they could make a lot of money, you know, it's kind of a hassle, yeah. but yeah. yeah, that's something else to consider, and we actually did a study on that about lease cars that with values that are a lot higher than they were three years ago that likely can get people the most profit right and as i was looking through your 10 cars with the greatest Mm -hmm. price increases the one that sort of stands out is the car that's probably the cheapest new car you can buy the mitsubishi Mm -hmm. mirage which is which is a which is a pretty neat little car i mean Mm -hmm. it has a lot of modern accessories in it um you know it's it's hardly a hot rod but it's a brand new car you could buy for you know i think under twenty thousand dollars and that Mm -hmm. thing is that thing the price has gone up almost 50 percent since last year right so what's interesting is that so it's the mirage and then the spark is number three and those are the two lowest priced cars you can buy, either new or used. And I think part of that is because there is such a need for affordable transportation. I think there are a lot of people that are buying cars that, you know, weren't driving before because they don't want to take public transportation. And also because used car prices are so high, people that may have been able to afford like you know maybe a larger used car now they're kind of priced out of that so the small economy cars like the mirage and the spark and there are others are you know the ones that people have to buy and as a result dealers are able to you know hike the prices up and a couple of thousand dollar increase on a small car like the mirage you know is going to have that's why it's at the top of the list because that's going to really impact things because you know the starting price is lower so Mm. it's more of a share of the price yeah yeah it it makes sense that if you start low and even if you Mm. up you're still going to stay sort of low i guess at the Mm. at the other side of that but um and then some of the the uh, the real high-end vehicle mm-hmm. kind of surprised me as well as is ex- expensive as that is the mercedes uh g-wagon there the g-class uh uh sort of boxy suv which is a stupidly expensive car to start <laughs> off with that but but that car that car it, the price went up uh, the the uh, the price went up the price of a really good new car mm-hmm. i mean it went up almost fifty forty six thousand dollars Right. So I, th- I think if you're shopping for a G-Class, you're not exactly pinching pennies. So um, people are willing to pay that. And also it's hard to find new versions. Mm. So people are turning to the used car market and they want the car right away. So they're willing to pay more for it. But another interesting thing about the G-Class when you looked into it is that there's a very, there's a high-end trim a special off-road trim that kind of just became available on the used car market. Mm-hmm. So that, that you know, people are paying more because they want that, you know, special high-end trim. So that that also plays into it, too. But, yeah, you can probably, I can't do the math that quickly, but for the, you could get maybe 10 or so Mirages for the price of a G-Class. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you can, and, and even, even with the, uh, the Mirage price increase, you know, right. the average used car price of, you know, 13, say $13,000 for the price increase over a G class, you could buy like three of those. So, exactly. which, is, which, which is pretty amazing. Um, so is there a good car to buy right now? Is there, you know, if you're out used car shopping and you're, you're staggered by some of these prices. Are there some deals that um, maybe, you know, kind of fall into, well, they didn't go up that much, so uh, they're good deals? Right. So what we're finding, we also looked at the other part of the list here. So there are the cars that went up the most, and then there are the cars that went up the least. And mm -hmm. a lot of these are, um, there are a lot of Audis. They're all pretty much luxury vehicles. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking at it from a standpoint, I know if you're used car shopping, you think, you know, I don't want to pay that much over market value. Um, you can look at the cars that haven't increased that much, but that could also be because they were overpriced to begin with. So like I said, every pretty much every Audi um, Q series SUV is on the list. So um, there are cars that haven't gone up that much, but also... Um, you know, if you're considering a used car, something like a hatchback might save you a lot of money over an SUV. Mm. So it's really the most high demand vehicles that we are seeing have the high price increases. So maybe mm. find a vehicle that's not as hot right now, or maybe you have to travel for a deal or, you know, buy a different kind of trim. So if you are looking for a used car and you want a deal, you can't be that selective. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's that's a good point. And you know, if you are, you know, if you are out there shopping, and uh, I guess, I guess maybe because we've seen a little tempering in the used car prices, mm -hmm. they did come down just a bit uh, mm -hmm. from the high point. Does does this mean that probably maybe it makes some sense to maybe wait a little bit longer, or or is the or is the issue then? inventories may get even tighter because people may want to still go out car shopping. There won't be enough stuff to buy anymore. Right. So originally when everything started going on with the microchip shortage, the analysts were forecasting that things would get better by the beginning of 2022. But now they're saying that it's going to be well into 2023. So I think some people are likely were likely willing to wait you know, an extra few months for a car, but now when they're seeing that these prices are going to be elevated for a while, they probably can't wait that long. And a lot of people aren't in a position to wait, you know, if their mm. car breaks down. And also we're seeing repair prices are very high right now. And there are a lot of waits for certain parts. So people might not be able to wait that long for their car to be repaired or they don't want to be saddled with those expensive repairs and they need to buy a car right now. So I think what's important for consumers to know is that, you know, you should always do your research when buying a used car, but now more than ever, it's important to, you know, compare prices and, you know, see what's out there. And if you're willing to travel for a car, you know, you might have to broaden your search radius outside of, you know, your immediate area, you might be able to find a better deal that way. Mm. Yeah, I was talking to a woman this week who's been car shopping. I swear she's been car shopping for six months or longer. Right. And uh, 
and she you know she's looked at a couple of cars she looked at very popular cars like the mm-hmm. like the uh, Kia Telluride right. and she's sort of settled in now that the Hyundai Santa Fe might be might mm-hmm. be a good balance of size and she's like I just don't want to pay over sticker price and I said I hate mm-hmm. to say it but at this time and she says you know I'm telling the dealer I'm not desperate but really I am because my I think she has a Toyota Sienna minivan that needs some work mm-hmm. And she's, I said, it's at some point, I think you just have to, you know, swallow your pride a little bit and just buy it because I don't see the, like you mentioned, I don't see the pride, mm-hmm. I don't see it getting any better, especially with the semiconductor shortage and, mm-hmm. you know, going into well into 2022 now. I, I think mm-hmm. just, just some, sometimes even though, you know, I, I would hate to buy a car at over sticker price, but right. if you need a car, maybe you just have to. Right, and especially the the Telluride, that was over sticker price even before all this madness. Right. And, you know, by association, the Palisade, you know, was a lot of people's second choice, but, um, you know, compared to the Telluride. But also, yeah, those prices are up. So I think those particular vehicles, you're probably not going to find, you know, under sticker price. Yeah, I... I, I, um the uh, PR guy for Kia, James Bell, was saying the last time I talked to him that Kia won sort of won the award for for all of their models selling well well over sticker mm-hmm. price, and right. uh, which is uh, you know which is great because um, you know shows the popularity of the vehicle and and uh, even though Hyundai and Kia has had some. Uh, pretty significant recalls in the past couple of years. Uh, mm-hmm. People, people still like the cars, cars, and that's good. So if we were if we were out car shopping and we weren't looking for the most expensive car in the world, it looks like maybe the Nissan Maxima might be a good used car value because um, you know it's not it, it's uh, in a decent price, but also mm-hmm. surprisingly kind of. Um, and I guess not surprisingly, but the Lexus IS three hundred is mm-hmm. a is a nice luxury car, kind of a BMW three series competitor. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's up it's up ten percent over last year, but mm-hmm. um, still prices look okay. Right, and I think a sedan is probably a safer bet if you you know don't want to pay that much over. Um, you know, compared to last yeah. year, but yes, the Maxima specifically hasn't gone on, gone up that much, and that's you know a large a large sedan, and large sedans haven't you know been that popular. But it mm. is a nice car; it has a lot of technology. I think that it has all wheel drive too, so could be a good car to consider. Mm. And you mentioned sometimes uh, traveling to get the best used car prices. Uh, you know, I guess where where you don't want to buy a used car now is like in California or Salt Lake City, Utah, because they seem to have the highest price increases. In our Boston area, we're sort of, uh, I guess we're sort of middle of the road-ish uh, for price increases. And I guess I'm not surprised because it's not really a car c- city, but New right. York's got the lowest price increase, but still up 20% from last year. Right, yeah. Um, everywhere prices are up, I think. It also um, speaks to, you know, the area's vehicle preference. So, exam- for for example, Alaska, uh, when we look at states, Alaska's pretty high, um, yeah. and, you know... They like a lot of trucks there, but yeah, the Fresno area. So I, I looked into that 
specifically. So Fresno has had the highest increase, but their used car prices are also among the lowest in the country. Mm. So um, that was interesting. Yeah, and uh, and one of the other things I noticed was uh, you you came out. I think this was last month, and you guys mm-hmm. do all these studies, and they're 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 sort of fascinating. But the the cars that sell the quickest, and mm-hmm. uh, the brand new Hyundai Santa Cruz, the kind of half yeah. truck, half car. I called it the you know Hyundai's version of an El Camino, and I just drove it, and I was really impressed with it. Other than fuel economy, I didn't think fuel economy. I thought it could have been a little bit better, but they're you know they they it looks like they can't keep them on the lot. Uh, they sell they sell us within eight days of them coming in. Right. So we do see a lot of times that when a vehicle model is just introduced, they it sells very quickly because you know there aren't as many on dealer lots. So it'll be interesting to see how it does last month, but. I mean, it's a very interesting vehicle, and, you know, Hyundai and Kia are so popular right now, and I think um, it'll be interesting to see what what happens with that truck. But it is, it's a very interesting-looking vehicle. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it is. And, and number two on the list was the Chevrolet Corvette, which uh, I am starting to see, you know, now it seems like every time I turn around, I see the, yeah. the latest uh, generation Corvette. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, kind of shocked at the price of that. I guess people aren't buying the, the uh, you can still order sort of the $60,000 version, but people are buying the $90,000 version. Right. And since that car, since the new generation came out, you know, kind of like the Telluride, it's been a hot seller. And, and Chevrolet has had trouble keeping them on the lot. And, yeah, it's just sustained its popularity. And when you do see them, they are striking vehicles i think my husband points it out every time he sees one but yeah they are is it, is it followed by we is it followed by we should buy that i think i think he knows better <laughs> he, he doesn't say that but he always says how oh we lost um, julie he points it out and says how neat looking it is uh, so, Julie, the, so the uh, best thing to do i think is uh, you know when your husband's birthday comes around buy him a corvette Probably, yeah. That's that's what I was thinking. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you're, you're, you know, your kids don't have to go to fancy colleges. You know. No, they don't need. Yeah, they can. No. Yeah. Great. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. We can we can sell um, our other bef- two cars and just have that and put three kids in it and. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Before before we let you, before we let you go, um, give us kind of give us the uh, you know if I, I what do they call it elevator pitch these days. You know, sure. if we're riding in the ele- if we're riding in the elevator together, and I say, "What do you do?" And you say, "Oh, I work for iccars.com." Tell us what iccars is. Sure. So iccars.com is a data-driven car search engine. So if you're looking for a car, you can come on our website, and we pride ourselves in the data that we're able to provide for consumers. So you can look at a car instantly and know if it's a good deal. And we have over we have billions of data points on our page that compare car listings to other listings in the market to help consumers find the best car at the best price. And we also run studies, multiple studies a month about important topics about car buying. So if you visit our site, we're able to, you know, let consumers know everything that's going on in the car world. There there you go. Hey, Julie, I want to thank you for taking a little time out of your Saturday morning and joining us on the Car Doctor program. My pleasure. Thank you for having me back. All right. Take care and have a great rest of the weekend. You too. All right. Bye-bye now.
That was Julie Blakely from iccars.com. Great search engine. You know, even if you're not in the market for for a new or used car, they have some great information on there. Uh, it's a fun place to shop. It's uh, it's sort of the uh, modern day equivalent of the uh, of you know Auto Trader or the One Advertiser. You know, if you remember, you know, looking at those. Uh, paper magazines when they come out and you just even if you weren't in the market for a vehicle you just kind of spend some time and look around we need to take a break pay some bills my name is john paul this is the car doctor program you're listening on north shore 1049 uh, you women have heard of the and you heard the noise they made but let me introduce my new rocket 88 yes it's great just one way everybody likes my rocket 88 baby we'll ride in style Count on AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit AAA.com slash join. That's AAA. AAA.com slash join. Spa Tech Institute is an industry leader in massage therapy and skincare education, and they are excited to announce their newest location in North Andover. You can become a massage therapist or esthetician in less than a year. Go to spatech.edu today to request information and schedule an appointment with someone from their team to learn more about massage therapy and skincare programs. Spa Tech Institute is bringing a well-established reputation in the industry to this new location in North Andover, so go to spatech.edu today to learn more. Here at North Shore 1049, we're all about keeping it local. We love to hear stories about shopping local, eating local, and just being active members of our local community. If you own or operate a local business and you want to target local customers, then reach out to us. Sales at NorthShore1049.com. That's sales at NorthShore1049.com. Find out how we can promote your business locally. Little GTO, you really look at mine. Three deuces and a four speed and a 389. Listen to her tacking up now. Listen to her Welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 1049. If you would like to give us a call, our phone number is 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. Phone lines are open if you would like to join us. Um, this falls into um, criminals that aren't very smart. Uh, this is from uh, First Coast News in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, police in Florida last week arrested a man who tried to trade in a vehicle he had stolen a few days earlier from the same dealership. Employees at Lake City Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep checked the VIN and discovered it was the same vehicle that had just gone missing from the lot, according to uh, the East Coast News in Jacksonville. The man who brought it in the, to the dealership uh, admitted to police he had stolen it. The dealership security cameras also captured the video of the crime he was arrested and charged with grand theft of motor vehicles, dealing in stolen property, and criminal mischief. You know, 
<laughs> Why is it always Florida, John? <laughs> Why is it always Florida? These stories it, it, come it, out of it, uh, you know the Florida man. I I I don't know. <laughs> I I don't. I, I have no idea. But it it uh, and come on, this this you know it's Florida's like Massachusetts. There's a lot of car dealerships. And you know, go go to a different one if you're going to do that. You know, he must have forgotten. He must have forgotten. He must have forgotten. Yeah, he he must have. He must have. Yeah. Um, but the idea that he uh, did it, you know, uh, um, there is there is a uh, a house for sale, and um, it was owned by um, Walter Ruther, R E U T H E R, who apparently was. Um, at at one point, he was the uh, UAW president, so the United Auto Workers president. And he died in a plane crash in 1970. But um, the last time the estate was up for sale, the ceilings were caving in. Animals lived inside of it. Fifteen years later, the property's back on the market. It's in pristine condition. It has some interesting features. It's on a two-acre site. It's very... Uh, it's very uh, contemporary, you know, mid-century, modern, contemporary-looking, including the furniture that's in it looks uh, uh, very, you know, that sort of mid-century furniture. Um, it is uh, for sale for, you know, if, if you want to buy it. It's only $1.1 million, um, and, uh, which very, is... Very, which is, very affordable. Yeah, which, which apparently is five times more expensive than it was before they restored it. So uh, I guess it's sold for, you know, Two hundred fifty thousand. When the animals were living in it, the seals were, uh, the uh, the the ceilings were caving in. But what's interesting about the car was, you know, it has, uh, uh, you know, he moved there, I guess, for um, a little bit of solitude. And uh, I guess when he lived in Detroit, someone actually tried to kill him. And uh, you know, even uh, at some point, I guess uh, Eleanor Roosevelt once stayed there. It's listed on the National Register of Historic Places. Um, he did a lot of the work himself, including some kind of floating staircase and Japanese gardens. Um, the slate that he put down is still there. The cedar tongue and groove is still there. But um, some of the interesting features include um, the windows are all bulletproof because you never know when you're going to need that. Um, the ceilings are heated, which I'm not sure why you would heat a ceiling and not a floor. Um, but there's also a gutter that rather than being on the outside of the house, takes the rainwater from the roof and runs it through the inside bedroom. And uh, it says here, making a lovely sound when it rains, allowing you to, you know, drift off to sleep easier. I don't know that I want a gutter running through my bedroom. I don't, I, you know, I don't know, but maybe. Uh, there's also a, a trout ladder uh, built in a creek and a 40-foot uh, concrete horseshoe pit. So, a lot of interesting stuff going on there. So, yeah. So, in case you're, you know, in case you, if you're looking for a house, Biff, you know, you got it. You can always, you know, always. Yeah. Always, yeah. I like yeah. the uh, bulletproof proof glass. That's, that's. Well, it has, like, a lot of those mid century modern fancy houses, you know, that you, you kind of, I guess they were very popular in. You know, L.A. at the time or something. Um, there's uh, walls of of glass, so um, there's walls of bulletproof glass, which I guess would be handy in hurricanes or such. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, bullet, you know, I guess I guess just sort of interesting. And um, last weekend 
was um, part of the uh, the uh, uh, Detroit Auto Show. They called it Motabella. I was actually going to go up until you know COVID, and I decided not to go. Uh, but it um, it didn't it didn't go as well as it could have because it was an indoor outdoor auto show. You know they were trying to be they were trying to be uh, somewhat COVID sensitive, I guess. So they decided to go with this kind of indoor outdoor theme and a lot of exhibits outside. Other than um, it got they get Pontiac Michigan got four and a half inches of rain over two days, and the rain flooded some exhibits turn tracks created for off-road rides into, you know, giant sippy hole mud puddle kind of things. Wind and rain collapsed part of Ford's uh, tent. Um, uh, you know, they, the the temperatures got really chilly, you know, chillier than typical autumn in Michigan. Uh, and even uh, Toyota Motor Corporation moved their village um they, they kind of they have kind of a vehicle unveiling. They moved it. They moved it inside the building because it was so rainy and miserable. So I guess that's why sometimes you should have you should have walls around your, um, you know, around around your auto show. So you know, something you need to do once in a while. So. Our phone lines are open. If you want to call us, give us a call at 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. It's, you know, we, we, uh, have the ability to talk to you whenever we want, but, you know, you, you can call right now if you want. Um, we talked about this, uh, last week about the Ford Expedition. You know, big SUV, and it's, uh, it's, it's actually, now an off-road vehicle which i would never consider you know the expedition is an off-road vehicle but um ford decided that yeah we can we can turn this into an off-road vehicle you know just just being that big and uh they're not the only one honda with the honda passport which is a name that honda used years back um is is it's sort of a it's sort of a honda pilot a little more trucky and it only seats five instead of seven, like the like the pilot. Um, but they also have a full off road package to go along with it. So everyone seems like they suddenly want to be competitive with the Ford Bronco, uh, the Jeep, and uh, you know maybe even you know maybe even like you know expensive cars like a Land Rover Defender. But the 2022 Passport midsize crossover has you know they they went with a more aggressive look, a lot of body side cladding that made it a little bit better. They kind of freshened up the inside they call it a trail sport package which adds you know some fancy stitching and door panels and you know and uh a lot of its interior but uh, the idea is people might not realize that some of these vehicles can go off-road if you want to and i'm surprised because i don't think that many people really go off-road but even the expedition which in the timberline edition has uh improved um approach and departure angle so in other words you can go up steeper inclines without dragging anything on the ground and there's also a skid plate that they use on the uh ford raptor pickup truck which is uh which is pretty impressive and it uses the same v6 engine but it gets a little bump in horsepower it's a 440 horsepower engine with uh 510 foot pounds of torque so pretty impressive engine that goes along with it at the same time so um 
Yeah, I again, I I'm always surprised when people um, think about going off road in this in this kind of way. And uh, but uh, I, I I would think a big SUV like an Expedition would be a little bit of a a little bit of a handful going off road, but maybe maybe not as maybe not as much as I thought. So. Uh, so people might want to do it. Before we take our next break, I want to talk about the car that got me around last week, and that was a pretty fancy schmancy car. It was a 2021 Mercedes-Benz S-Class, the 580, with all-wheel drive. And when I was up at Cycles 128, um, Rob, the owner, said he had his little Vespa mini car. And for those of you who follow me on Facebook, there was a couple pictures of me sitting in this little teeny tiny car. Uh, and it's uh, made by Vespa. It's uh, He called it Bella. Uh, in fact, uh, there is a, a car collector uh, by the name of Charles Gould who has some motorcycles on display at the Cycles 128 Museum. And... Charles has a whole collection of mini cars. I think he has more than 150 now. And years back, he was on my radio show. And I think back then he had uh, maybe had 40 or 50 because he liked collecting little cars because they took up less room than bigger cars. But now he has a crazy collection. But anyway, so uh, um, Rob said to me, uh, you know, you know, take you for a ride in the Vespa. And at the end of the show, after we kind of walked around a little bit more, he said, would you mind giving me a ride home? So he got in the, he's, I said, oh, I'm in this fancy Mercedes. And he sits in it and he goes, this may be the nicest car I've ever been in my entire life. And I said, well, it's pretty nice. Uh, but the S-Class comes in two models, the S500 and the subject of our road test, the S580. The S580 is powered by a 496 horsepower, yeah, almost 500 horsepower, twin-turbo V8, and uh, as opposed to the more pedestrian version that only gets a 429 horsepower inline six-cylinder. Uh, our S580 is also technically an all-wheel drive and uh george kennedy and i talked about this a little bit last week when he was when he was on the program and it's a pretty amazing car the air suspension takes this big sedan from a comfortable cruiser to a, a pretty capable large sports sedan performance is pretty amazing with uh 60 miles an hour according to mercedes happening in 4.4 seconds that's um that's pretty impressive for a two and a half ton sedan the ride is uh uh, the ride is quiet, it's refined, the seats are comfortable and supportive. If you're being driven rather than driving it, the right rear seat has a uh, added recline angle and neck and shoulder heating and a power calf rest. So sort of think of a recliner. Think, think of a mall recliner that gives you one of those massages. Um, it has, it can do that. So, and what happens is you, when you lean the seat back, the passenger front seat moves forward, gives you this roomier feel. Um, so if you're driven by your chauffeur to your bulletproof house, maybe that's what you want to have. The trunk's also good size and, of course, has power open and close. The sound system is brilliant. But, um, Biff, uh, would you, would you consider, um, you know, spending $6,700 for a sound system? Um, probably not. I don't think, uh, you know, there's times I didn't. Wouldn't consider spending sixty seven hundred dollars for a car, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But uh, 
But the sound system in this is, I mean, it's staggering how good it is. But then again, it's a $6,700 option. Mm, there you go. So pretty, pretty good. The one place that I kind of found fault with the car is the infotainment system. I just found it frustrating. It has no knobs. And, you know, as uh, as George said, you know, you have to road test the tech. And the tech in this, almost too much of it, uh, I think. But, um, you know, the idea that there's no volume knob, there's sort of a slider on the steering wheel that isn't really a slider. You sort of wipe your finger across it to turn the radio up and down. Uh, just uh, put a put put a couple knobs in Mercedes. You know, just do that. Uh, what's interesting about the car is it has a starting price of one hundred and sixteen thousand dollars, and the one we drove uh, had a uh, uh, suggested retail price of over one hundred and forty six thousand uh, dollars. That means there's thirty thousand dollars worth of options on that car, which uh, certainly is more than I spent. Um, you know, in 2015, we bought a new car. In 2018, we bought a new car. Neither of them cost as much as the option package in this car. Uh, but um, it, it is a fantastic car if you have the money, if you have the desire. Uh, it is super luxurious. It's fast. It's confident. Is it perfect? No, but it is really, really nice. And uh, like I said, Rob, the owner of Cycles 128, called it the nicest car he'd ever been in. The lighting is... Um, the lighting has this, uh, um, inside the car has these bands of light. Um, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's, um, lighting that reminds me of like a Las Vegas nightclub a little bit because it's two different color. You can set the colors, but two different colors, just crazy car. So, but, uh, we need to take another break and I just want to remind everybody, you know, our program is brought to you in part by my employer uh, at AAA and, uh, uh, you know, check out, check out AAA's website, AAA.com. Last week we had a virtual travel show, and I think some of the deals are still there. Um, you know, check it out. And also, if you're thinking about looking for a new career position, go to AAA.com slash careers. Uh, and if you happen to be a tow truck driver, ramp truck driver, or you're thinking of wanting to do something like that, we also have some great signing bonuses. I think we have up, I think we have a $2,500 signing bonus for, uh, tow truck drivers right now, too. So, Go check it out. We need to take a break. Again, our phone lines are open at 800-370-1049. 800-370-1049. Love to talk to you. We'll be right back. The Gloucester Stage Company casts its ballot for the world premiere of Think of Me Tuesday, a story of a candidate who never gives up and a campaign that he can never win. Or could he? Gloucester playwright Ken Rafe and artistic director Robert Walsh bring the story of Buddy Chum to life in this thought-provoking comedy. Don't miss Think of Me Tuesday at the Gloucester Stage Company, opening October 1st through the 19th. Tickets and more information about everything Gloucester Stage Company has to offer at GloucesterStage.com. Have your morning coffee with me, Mark Friedman, host of Dollars and Cents, each and every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. We'll start your day with financial advice in a language you can understand. 
Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Rosenthal with you on this Saturday. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore and the Merrimack Valley. Variable clouds from sun today. It'll be mild temps 65 to 70. Overnight, mostly cloudy and mild. It'll be near 60. Tomorrow, increasing clouds. It'll be 65 to 70. Rain comes in tomorrow night. Occasional rain likely Monday and Tuesday, but better weather's coming by midweek next week. Weather forecast being brought to you by Paul Cotty Real Estate. Paul Cotty Real Estate has been your neighborhood realtor for over 23 years and is your number one choice if you're buying or selling your next home. Call 781-254-2709 online at paulcontyrealtor.com. For local door sure, 1049, I'm Mark Rosenthal. back to the Car Doctor program. Our phone number is 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. And uh, long-distance listener, I guess, Rick from West Palm Beach, Florida. Rick, good morning. Hey, good morning. How's everything? Good. How are you? Okay, fine, thanks. Uh, real simple. I read a, uh, a, a column that you had just uh, put out. I saw it in the New York newspaper because that's okay. originally where I'm yep. from. And uh, you talked about a group that was looking to do... Get some information regarding electric cars. So I guess basically I'm saying, like, where are we going and with the, the electric cars, in your opinion, and what do you think we should be doing? Well, um, I have a couple of concerns about electric cars, and, and also I, I don't want to sound like I don't like them because I do. I think, uh, I think that the electric cars that I've driven, like the Ford Mustang Mach-E, which I hate the name, uh, I don't think there should ever be a four-door hatchback Mustang, uh, but, you know, call it a marquee, but it's a pretty impressive car. In fact, a former co-worker of mine years and years back uh, bought one, and he's like, ah, ah, you know, it, it costs twice what my first house did, but he says it's a pretty impressive car. Um, Rivian, a uh, pickup truck manufacturer, just actually rolled off one of their first uh, first vehicles out of their Illinois plant. The Ford Lightning pickup is a pretty impressive truck uh my concerns are that um, two things is do we have enough electricity to charge all these electric cars up um i have no concern about running out of electricity driving one because once you have an electric car 90 percent of the people charge at home so not really too much to worry about there i just read something the other day that i i think it was uh audi said they're going to do no more development in new gasoline engines. They're going to keep the engines they have, but they're not going to they're not going to try to build anything faster, quicker, more fuel efficient. They're just going to go all electric and every vehicle manufacturer from, you know, from Mitsubishi to Ferrari has some kind of electric car in the mix and it's uh it's not just the United States, it's it's worldwide. Uh we're seeing uh we're seeing in, in places like Sweden something like 35% of the vehicles on the on the road now are electric. So we're seeing them everywhere. Um, you know, my my old boss uh, used to drive a Tesla, uh, st- still does as far as I know, and uh, and and he's a hot rodder. He he has uh, he has at least three Ford Mustangs and a couple other performance cars and he likes driving his electric car i was i was talking to i was talking to wayne carini from chasing classic cars one day and i said to him how come how come you haven't you know how come you're not like everybody else and you haven't bought a tesla yet and he's like i don't like it it's too quiet 
So, um, so I, I don't know. So, what, what's your thought on electric cars? Uh, well, I'm from I'm from the old school. Yep. Where basically, uh, that uh, you know, if it's not uh, if it's not broke, uh, we don't have to fix it. And uh, a show that I used to listen to that's unfortunately not on the air right now, and they used to say that uh, this country uh, was never. Uh, taught how uh, to uh, keep diesels going, and that uh, you know most of the most of the world. I mean, you know, at least on those trucks anyway, and most of the foreign countries, you know, diesel is you know the king. Yeah, and uh, I'm just curious if that's the way we're going to be with electric. Well, um, you know, one of the things we know about electric cars is that they require a lot less maintenance. But the other thing we know about electric cars is when they finally break, they're expensive. Um, <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, we, there's, they're relatively simple, but when you have a motor that goes bad or a battery pack that goes bad and, and, you know, Tesla is the king right now. They sell more electric cars than anybody else. And it's, it's hard to go out. It's, you can't, you know, there's very few aftermarket parts available, uh, to, to repair a Tesla. You can finally buy a set of brake pads. You can finally buy a set of shock absorbers for a Tesla, but you can't, you know, if you try to buy parts from the Tesla store, they tell, they say, no, we're not going to sell them to you. So they won't even, you can, you can go out and buy a total Tesla with the idea you want to try to rebuild it, but you have to buy more than one because they won't, sell, they won't sell you the parts to actually fix it. So I, you know, I think, um, if, you know, there's a there's a shortage of mechanics right now. There's a shortage of everybody, I guess, right now. But there's a shortage of mechanics, uh, good automotive technicians. There's a shortage of. Is it real bad? No, because it was real bad, we'd see we'd see cars broken down by the side of the road, which we haven't seen. But there is a shortage, and maybe these electric cars that aren't going to require as much maintenance. Part of that maybe is going to make up for the lack of people there to fix them and you're right the idea of um you know there's there's a lot of and i don't care if it's cars or or what you know we we don't fix stuff anymore and i'm involved with a lot of votech schools and just over the last couple of years we're starting to see a real interest of going back into the trades so maybe you know maybe we will be able to fix diesel Maybe we will be able to fix electric cars. And but uh, you know, I, I I was in a Votech school a couple weeks ago. Auto shop was busy. Plumbing shop, HVAC was busy. Uh, electrical, uh, you know, full student. You know, can't put any more kids in the classes. So you know, maybe we're maybe we're heading in the right direction again. So we will be able to get all this stuff taken care of. But uh, you know, time will tell. So I guess we still have a little ways to go, in your opinion. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. So, so again, I can go back to my first statement: if it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> well, if it's if it's not broke, don't break it. How's that? <laughs> That's true. That's All right. True. Thank hey, you Rick, very thanks, much. thanks for calling in. Enjoy enjoy the Florida sunshine. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Our phone number, 800-370-1049, 800-370-1049. If you're calling from Florida or Oklahoma or uh, wherever you want to call from, 
uh, or Beverly. Well, we've got uh, we've got a couple of calls on, so I we think do. what we sh- might want to do at this point, since I'm you, you made you me executive, executive producer, producer exactly, so I'm going to yeah. start flexing some muscles yeah, around yeah, here. Yeah. Why don't we go to break? Get that mm-hmm. out of the way, and we've got a couple of callers on, and and, and the phone is ringing again. So let's right. let's do that. All right, why don't we do that? Uh, why don't we take that break? Uh, my name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. You're listening on North Shore 104.9. We'll be right back. La Machia Realty Beverly is a full-service value-based real estate brokerage. It's the best fall to buy a home in two years. So don't wait. Visit LaMachiaRealty.com. LaMachia Realty will guide you to your success. Count on AAA to protect every piece of your life. AAA has the coverage you need, including 24-7 roadside assistance from trusted AAA technicians in any car you're driving or riding in. Plus, members get great rates on insurance, exciting discounts at hundreds of your favorite brands, travel savings, and much more. All with the peace of mind knowing that AAA has you covered, both on and off the road. Visit aaa.com slash join. That's AAA, aaa.com slash join. Essex County Habitat for Humanity invites you to shop or donate to our Habitat Restores. Find high-quality items at affordable prices at our stores in Peabody and Lawrence. I'm Jacques from Habitat, offering 15% off when you mention 104.9 Radio through October. Shop new or gently used kitchen cabinets, appliances, windows, furniture, and more. Habitat Restore funds the building of local homes for those who need it most. Please shop at, donate to, or volunteer with Essex County Habitat. Habitat Restores. Details at EssexCountyHabitat.org. And welcome back to the Car Doctor Program on North Shore 1049. Uh, let's get so let's talk to let's talk to some old friends on the radio here. Let's talk to Ken from Topsville. Ken, good, good morning. morning, John Paul. Good morning. Thank you for your help as always. Yeah, have you been? Have you, have you been to the fair? Have you been to the fair? Yes, I went yesterday. They give uh, town residents free tickets and appeasements uh, for all the yeah, inconvenience. My my, uh, my one of my coworkers' son won the award last night for the world's largest pumpkin. He, wow! He grew congratulations! A, he grew a twenty-one hundred pound pumpkin. I don't know how you you must need a forklift to put it into a truck. I don't know how you do, it all. You do, you, you do. He had he had it strapped to a pallet, and you need a forklift to put it into the truck. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, um, that's a big pumpkin. I don't. I I I. You know. I I don't. I don't even know how. What, what do you? What do you? You must have to use it with dirt from. You know. You must fertilize it with dirt from an atomic power plant or something. Right. And I don't know how you dispose of it at the end. But that's another yeah. story, right? That's a lot of pies. That is a lot of pies. Yeah. Yeah. So what can we do for you well, today, Ken? Well, I have a, a, a 2011 Mercedes-Benz GLK 350. We bought it a year ago with 54,000 miles, just before, I guess, unknown to us, prices went wild. It's been a good yeah. car. Yeah. We went, just came back from 11,000 miles on it. And the first thing I did when I got home was I changed the oil the same night. I let it drain all night because it went so far. I couldn't, because I wanted to get it done at five across country. And yep. you know what? Dealerships, they can't get help. Right. It's amazing. 
the Mercedes dealership, there's two in Montana, Missoula and Billings, and each one was looking for a month out. And the guy in Billings told me that if your car broke down and you were, like, under warranty and it broke down at Rushmore and they told you there, you'd still have to wait, like, two weeks before they could look at it. I was really, like... So wow. my son said I'd never buy a fancy car out there like. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. But the reason I called was on this car that I have, I'd like to know, A, does it have a timing chain that needs to be replaced at any mileage? And B, what at what mileage should the transmission fluid be uh, flushed? And is it special fluid? Those were two quick questions, sir. Okay. I don't know uh, if you have that. Reg- Regarding regarding it does have a timing chain, not a timing belt, and there's Good. you know there's no there's you know no need to replace it as long as you you know as long as you, you know, change the oil on a regular basis. So no need to do that, and you wouldn't want to replace it either because it takes about twelve hours to replace it. So you know it, you know it's it's quite costly to replace. So I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't but... rush I wouldn't rush into wouldn't rush into replacing it, I guess. So, and uh, right. as as far as the transmission fluid, um, you know, it's it's one of those it's one of those things that you know, uh, you know how how you know how often do you have to change it? Um, you know, typically, you know, typically when you think about maintenance in a car, how often do you have to? Do different things. I mean, they they have a you know they have um, kind of a maintenance. You know, you'll have a light that comes on. They'll tell you when to replace fluid. But Mercedes yep. says if Mercedes says about every forty thousand miles. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. And I don't necessarily have to go to a Mercedes place, but I should use a special fluid. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really, Mercedes calls for a special fluid. They also say that you can use, um, I, I remember looking this up for somebody a while back, and in one, you know, in one technical bulletin that says you can use, you know, Shell, Mobile, and others have, uh, have a, a Mercedes equivalent fluid, but I would want to use the Mercedes fluid. I think it just has, I'm just always concerned it's going to change shifting characteristics with a fluid that is sort of more universal. Uh, but I, I would use oh. the Mercedes, I would use the Mercedes fluid. I think, I think it makes, I think it just makes sense. And it's not a big job to change the transmission fluid. Um, you know, it's a couple hours labor to do it, but, uh, um, you, you know, and have an every, independent guy do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just glad. I does forty forty thousand was so low, but I'll yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, yeah, I I agree with you. I I was uh, I was a little surprised as uh, that it was. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. That, but that's what they're saying. Change the fluid in the filter at forty thousand. Well, as always, thank you for your okay. direction and uh, the right. very best to you. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Uh, let's see. Let's see. We'll go over to Mike and. Michael, Michael, are you there, Michael? Michael, hello, Mike. Hi, hi. There you are. There you are, sir. There he is. Well, you know, I mean, before we go any further, we we don't have much time, Mike. But Mike has tried two or three weeks in a row, and finally, we got got her on. Got you Uh, on. Yeah. Well, about yeah. Well, we we were talking too much. So, what can we do for you today? Good morning, John. Um, Good morning. You, a few shows back, you mentioned that Toyota was discontinuing the Avalon, 
And yep. I was just curious, does that translate, obviously, into the Alexis model, that ES? So is that kind of how that's going to work? Yeah, I, I can't uh, well, imagine the, that. The, the, ES, the ES is actually more of a Camry. Really? So, okay. Yeah, yeah so... Um, it's built on the same platform as the Camry is, where the Avalon, the Avalon was on its own, sort of its own platform. In fact, there was a, uh, there was a guy in, in New York that was selling, this was 10 years ago, that was selling Avalons, but he took all the markings off of them, and he was selling, and he put Lexus insignias all over them, and he was selling them as a, as a, uh, as a, uh, uh, a gray market imported, uh, Lexus. But in fact, they were huh. really just, they were really just Avalons that said Lexus on them. And apparently the bill of sale, you know, he would say to, he would say to the people, I, re I remember, uh, talking to somebody who met, who actually met the guy, and he would say to the people, um, yeah, it says it's a Toyota Avalon, but it's really a Lexus, but that's how we get them into the country because we call them Toyotas, but they're really Lexuses. And in fact, they weren't Lexuses at all. They were Toyotas. Well, I guess there's creativity in every area. There absolutely is. All right, so the ES is probably still going to be around, as obviously the Camry and that the Avalon only. All right, well, listen, I'll leave you with this. Okay, John, you're not political, but who are you voting for tomorrow, Brady or the Pats? Well, you know, I... No, you don't have to answer. It's okay. All right, all right, all right. John, thank you very much. Enjoy the show right. as always. Thanks. All right. Bye. Take take care. Bye bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mike I'm and done. Bridgewater always fired up. Always yeah. fired yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I was I was uh, I was out to dinner last night, and uh, there was somebody who said uh, I think it was the it might have been the bartender who said that him and another guy split season tickets for. The, or they for they have season tickets for all the home games, I guess. And uh, he said he sold his tickets for tomorrow's game, and it paid for the entire season's worth of tickets. Yeah, I'm I'm certain of it. All yeah. right, so it's we have an interesting situation. Normally at this time we do a crossover with Joe Piantadosi right before yeah. breaking bread. Right. Joe is stuck in traffic, so I've got him on the phone. We're going right. to do the crossover on the phone. All right, Joe, you there? I'm here. Can you guys hear me? We sure can. Uh, oh yeah, L loud and loud and clear. So, so uh, stuck in traffic, Joe. What's going on, John Paul? What is wrong? Well, first off, I'm used to coming in Sundays, and Sundays has been a breeze coming in at 10 a.m. But I want to tell you, coming from Winchester, 128 North has been a parking lot. I've been in the car since 10:15, and I don't know what the issue is. And so I'm dry. I'm going to be late for my show, but I'll have to start my show as well. But, John Paul, ever since things opened up somewhat, it seems like there's more traffic. Why is that, car doctor? Uh, I have no there, idea. <laughs> there, there is absolutely, you know, who, you know, whoever said, you know, Boston traffic's back, and somebody, and somebody smarter than me said once, you know you're in Boston because it takes you an hour to get from Boston to Boston. So uh, <laughs> traffic's back everywhere. There's more cars on the road. Because a lot of people, you know, as we talked earlier in the show, a lot of people have decided to opt away from public transportation. They went out and bought cars, so there's more cars on the road. And uh, even though there's not as many people working in the cities as there was, I think uh, people working at home this whole time, they um, they decided to, you know, get in the car and go out and do things. And I know uh, when I was up in Beverly last week, 
I was surprised at the traffic on 128 heading back to the South Shore. It was heavy and steady the entire time. So, hey, before we let you go, what do you got going on on the show today? Well, last night I went to Billy Costa's wedding, and Jenny Johnson was there as well. So I've got her calling in. We're going to talk about the wedding, which was a fun night. Um, I then have uh, sportscaster Chris Collins oh. to talk about the big return, which yep. is uh, tomorrow night at Gillette with Tom Brady and the Bucks versus the Pats. And then I have a, prof- a retired professor and author, Carl Carlson, from North Shore Trinity College, who wrote an b- interesting book on Lynn. I'll be there momentarily. But all right. You, all right. Well, it's, uh, it sounds great. As always, always an entertaining program. And I kind of want to know where Billy Costa got married. I kind of want to know where it was. You know, maybe, 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 uh, Jenny will tell us where that all was. But, hey, it's 11 o'clock. we got to go. Until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt. Drive safely. Be good to your car. Talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>